Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. We have one week to file our 1040s. It's the Ides of April. Now, we do get an extra three days this year. The due date is normally April 15th, as you well know. But this year, we have till the 18th to file or file that extension. People also have to be on the lookout for scammers. There are several different types of scams where they try to access your identity or you could file your return and find out it's rejected because someone else already filed in your name and bolted with your money. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Clay Sanford from the Internal Revenue Service. He is in the KRLD Zoom room. Clay, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, David and Kristen. I'm glad to be here. Now, before we get to the scammers, let's talk the basics here. When people wait till the last minute, they might be more prone to make mistakes on their forms. What are the biggest issues that taxpayers have with errors well by far uh for those people who still file paper returns for what for whatever reason and there are some reasons by far math errors are probably the biggest that we see uh so that's why or that's one of the reasons just one of the reasons why we always push the uh, e-file programs because the computer actually will do the math for you uh another thing that we see with folks who stu- uh, still file paper returns is that they'll forget to sign the return. And without the signature, we can't process it. So if you're due a refund, y- you would have to sign the return first. And that also would generate a, a, a notice to be mailed to you, you know, that we've got to get your return signed before we can do anything with it, because legally, we need that signature. So so things like that, if, if you're still used to filing a paper return, you know, keep in mind things like that uh, are really, it's something that you can do away with just by choosing an electronic filing uh, software program. Let's talk about people who actually will go to someone to have their taxes done for them, and then they need to sign off on that. Um, Ignorance can be bliss. I mean, when we talk about not really knowing if they did the paperwork correctly, what kind of risks do people have there? Well, you if you choose a tax preparer, you want to make sure of a couple of things. You want to make sure that uh, you look at the return after he or she prepares a return for you. You want to go over it, go over every line, especially if you are uh, um, if you have deductions, if you're itemizing, and you want to make sure that you don't have any questions. So you know you should always go over the return, ask any questions you might have before you sign it because both uh you know the, you and the preparer will sign the return in that case 
So uh, I think that's the most important thing to remember is just, you know, don't don't ever hand anyone a, a blank form uh, and expect everything to go all right. You really do need to ask questions, uh, especially if it's your you know first time or two to use a, a particular tax preparer. You want to make sure that you understand everything. If the IRS then has any questions on the return that has been filed by a tax preparer, does the tax preparer have to join you in the meeting with the IRS to basically count for the math? Well, I think that probably uh, depends on the preparer. Uh, but the important thing to remember is that the, the taxpayer is ultimately ultimately responsible for uh, the the whole return. So now, you know, you might ask, having said that, you might ask, well, you know, what happens to the tax preparer? Well, that doesn't mean that there aren't penalties or, or sanctions, you know, that, that can happen to a tax preparer, fines, uh, and even in extreme cases, of course, jail time. So it doesn't mean that the tax preparer won't be held liable for, um, uh, you know, something that's fraudulent, but the taxpayer is ultimately responsible. Uh, so uh, it, 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 it can get ugly. So you want to make sure that, that you choose a tax preparer like you would any other professional. And just remember, you know, this person is not only going to have your personal information, they're going to also have your dependents, social security numbers, uh, you know, people you love. And you, so, so choose a tax professional like you would a doctor or a lawyer, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about people who need to file an extension. Maybe they're working with a tax preparer. How do you know you're not getting your leg pulled with someone who's just dragging their feet on getting things done? What is a reasonable amount for how much you should be paying for something like that, the fees? Uh, well, you know, of course, it's going to depend on, the, again, on the tax preparer and probably how complex your return is. You know, some people have small businesses, uh, numbers of employees and they have to use tax preparers all the time. So uh, there are probably a, a lot of reasons why uh, people would pay more or less for tax preparation services. Uh, but the, the key thing to remember in choosing a tax preparer is don't choose a preparer who promises a big refund or a certain amount. You should be wary of promises like that. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the fact that you are responsible for your own return, not necessarily what would be a basically a fly by night tax preparer. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, one good thing that you can do is ask friends and neighbors, ask, you know, uh, folks that you've known for years who are in business, ask them who they use. Uh, just like I said, just like you would any other professional, like a doctor or a lawyer. Um, and. There's, there's not a set age. Some people use a tax preparer for the very first return that they file the day they get out of high school or the day they get out of college. And then other people do it themselves until, say, for example, they're in their 40s or 50s and they have a business that has grown to the point that they can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so they have to go out and, and to a tax preparation firm and get it done. So there's really no special age. Uh, and and I, I, so I try to, uh, you know, I try to talk to folks like it's their first time ever going out to do this. And, and some people do it sooner than later and some people do it later than others. So, um, yeah, it could be any age. Now, is there a change in any of the tax codes this year? I know there were some recently in the past recent years, but anything new? Well, I think probably the thing that stands out this year is that uh, 
there are some smaller credits, of course, and, and money that was available uh, during the COVID years. So you, you might run into people saying, well, my tax refund wasn't uh, you know, that much or as big as it was in the past few years. But I think that ultimately, uh, the best thing that folks can do is to, uh, you know, if you want to maximize your refund, is to make sure that you keep good records. Uh, of, of course, the standard deduction uh, for a single is, uh, uh, what, $12,000. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you do have to itemize, uh, it could, you know, you could fall into a, a situation where you have a a, a larger refund, but it just really depends on your situation. For example, you know, if you had a lot of medical expenses during one year versus the other, and, and that's why I, I always uh, tell folks it's very important to keep up with your records and, and maybe even mark on your calendar to remind yourself, hey, I need to, you know, itemize this year. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's another reason why it's it's not always good to, to wait until the last minute because it's it's kind of tough to to remember all of that when you're burning the midnight oil. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's very true. So, Clay, every year, Internal Revenue comes out with what it calls the dirty dozen. These are various uh -huh. scams that are that are coming out. I personally know someone this year who had filed their income taxes and had it rejected because someone else had filed in their name mm -hmm. before. I've talked to the national office at IRS, and they say these scams are actually dropping. I mean, the incidence of these is lower than before, but that doesn't help someone that's going through an issue right now. Well, that's exactly right. Uh, it's uh, identity theft can take weeks or months, uh, you know, to sort out. Now, uh, bear in mind that uh, there is a notice if, if someone has received a, uh, uh, if we receive a, a tax return uh, in your name that fraudulently, and then you try to file a return that will generate a notice to to you mm -hmm. and it's very important to follow the directions on the notice there there normally is a phone number to call an official phone number where you will be uh, put in touch with someone at the irs to help you get through the situation uh one of the questions that i get is well how long will it take and, and there's really no set answer for that it really depends on a uh, case by case basis Talk to us about some of this on, on the Dirty Dozen. We looked at, at certain things within this year's summary. For example, employee retention credits uh, claims and phishing and smishing. That's still an issue as far as online. And there's a lot of questions about if IRS sends you a text message or you supposedly get an email from Internal Revenue. They don't communicate that way. Well, we still do business by the U.S. mail, and that's the main thing to remember. If there is a question or if we have a problem with your return, like we were talking about those who filed paper returns, if you forget to sign the return, you won't get an email from us. You won't get a phone call. You'll get a notice in the mail. And uh, now that's not to say that we never call people. For example, uh, you know, if, if the notices, if, if the notices are, uh, placed in the wrong file or they're just ignored, it's not out of the realm of possibilities uh, for people to get a phone call from the IRS, but we will not call and ask things like, well, what's your PIN number? Or what's your social security number? What's your, you know, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah. And uh, especially with social media and, and uh, email, that never happens. Now, 
there are things on the irs.gov website that you can subscribe to, like you can uh, subscribe to our tax tips uh, mm -hmm. to be delivered to you via email. You can uh, subscribe to news releases, but that it, there's uh, the key word is going to be unsolicited. We don't send unsolicited emails about anything to do with your taxes. Mm -hmm. Clay Sanford with the IRS. Clay, thank you as always for your chat. You're very welcome. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.